Can you keep a secret? Well, good, neither can I. You have something you want to confess? We want to hear about it. If you have a confession, send it to confessionradionet at gmail.com. Or if you're feeling really adventurous, hit us up on the confession hotline, 267-571-7311. We're waiting. We warn you that this is Full Frontal Radio and may shock on occasion. We are proud to present the biggest show on air. This is Up Close and Personal. This is Real Life. Confession Radio. Welcome to Confession Radio. I am your host, David Allen. Thank you so much for joining me today. We decided to do something a little bit differently today. I actually asked one of our very extra special confession readers to come on with me and kind of talk about, talk to him, talk about the things that he's been going through and, and, you know, just your confessions. Um, This particular guest we have on, though, he hails from a sprawling Midwest family where he learned early that if you had candy in your possession, you better run. And he's only standing under six feet and weighing at 125 pounds. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Cram. Welcome to the show, Paul. Oh, thank you, David. You're so kind. <laughs> it's good to be here. I had to give our, our audience a, a visual of you because, you know, you, you've been on Confessions plenty of times. They they know who you are. You're actually one of the fan favorites. People love your advice, um, oh, especially being part of like the Brady Bunch, you know, the Jan Brady of the bunch. So. <laughs> Well, people might be interested to know. I mean, I still run. If I get a candy bar in my hand, I'm still I'll grab it and run. Yeah. Oh, that's that's terrible. So was it really like that when you're? So you grew up what? A family of what? Fifteen? Oh my gosh, my mom did. My mom did. I actually grew up in a family of seven. Oh wow, that's still a lot. Yeah, yeah it was a lot. It was a lot, and. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like we were, you know, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, we don't, we don't have, you know, food, but, but it was that <laughs> thing where it was like, if there was candy, it was like gone. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you, you did, you ran it, you grabbed it, you ran, you know, and you, and you went and you chowed it down as you, <laughs> basically wow. you didn't chew it. You just inhaled it in a closet somewhere, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I am, uh, I come from a family of two, like there's three of us total, uh, all boys. And I still do that to this day. And oh, I, I and I live it. alone, so you know I I, I I I I know you have your reasons. I can't explain why I have mine. So, <laughs> well, you know, maybe we share this in common, David. We both st- go into dark closets and eat candy. I mean, there's nothing strange or weird about that at all. <laughs> no, no, or or getting other people's problems. So, you know, I I like to take my iPad and read the emails that I get from confessions while you know chewing on a candy bar. So, oh my gosh, some people come out of the closet. We go in the closet to eat candy. I mean, this is this is, this is a thing. But we're just visiting, though. Just visiting. That's that's all I'm going to say about that. So, Paul, welcome. Thank you so much for taking this time and and talking with us. And so, what's been going on with you? I know you got some really exciting stuff going on. Oh my gosh, I'm so thrilled. I right now as we speak, um just last week actually on on March 24th. So right now as we speak it's still playing in the movie theaters. A movie that I have a really tiny part in uh called uh the movie's called Wilson and it stars Woody Harrelson and Laura Dern. Um, so obviously I'm an actor if for anybody that's listening that doesn't know that, <laughs> um, I'm an actor and yeah, this is the first movie that I've ever been in that is playing nationwide. So I'm thrilled and beyond excited. That is really cool. Now, Laura Dern, I mean, the first thing I think of when I heard that is, well, I just watched the series Big Little Lies. 
Um, yep. She was in yep. that, and she's absolutely amazing. But also Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, and I, f- and and I, yes, and and yeah, uh, Big Little Lies. I think that's on HBO right now, isn't it? It is. I think it is so. Yes. Phenomenal. And- oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jurassic Park. You know, it's funny because uh, when I was on set, um, I didn't know that Laura Dern was going to actually be on set the days that I was on. I was only on set for two days. And I, all of my scenes, it's just me and Woody Harrelson, which he's phenomenal, by the way. So kind. Um, so I didn't think that Laura Dern was going to be on set. And, um, you know, I walk out of my trailer, walk around the corner and she's like right there in front of me. <laughs> and, uh, that's what you said is all I could think. All that could go was going through my mind was that's Jurassic Park. She's right here. The scientist from Jurassic Park. Uh, and I don't even remember if I said hi, like she said hi to me. <laughs> so you're working next to, to Woody Harrelson and Laura Dern's there. And I feel like you're more starstruck by her than you are by him. And you're actually working with him. That's, that's funny. I'm actually, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't with Woody. He was so fun and nice. And he, he and I shot, you know, basketball hoops in between takes and, you know, no big deal, you know, just another day on set, but <laughs> bring in the Jurassic Park scientist and I about, you know, pee my pants. Yeah. That's funny. So was it like a scene from like White Man? can't jump with Woody Harrelson playing basketball? Actually, it's funny because we shot in a prison. Uh, Woody and I are cellmates. So, huh. yeah, yeah. So we actually, it's, it, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a little bit interesting because picture this, we're shooting in a prison <laughs> and the prison has a basketball court and on the basketball court, they actually built a prison cell, which is my cell, mine and Woody's. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ask me why they did that. I have no idea because we're in a prison. And <laughs> That's what I like... was just thinking. Like, <laughs> wouldn't they just use a pre-existing yeah, cell? Like... Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. In between, in between takes, yeah. Woody and I, we would shoot hoops, and I, I have to say, I was thoroughly impressed. Like, I was like, Woody, you've got game. Like, you could, you could play for the Globetrotters. And he kind of looked at me funny, and he's like, Have you ever heard of this movie? It's called White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't i mean i that's one of my favorite woody harrelson movies honestly i do like that movie a lot that's so cool though but yeah, yeah. L- laura dern woody harrelson i mean how much how much better could it possibly have gotten oh I, ex- well the only way it could have gotten better is if a dinosaur would have run across the set or <laughs> you know now, but... did you look at laura like she did when she saw it when she first saw the dinosaurs in the movie like just you know that... i'm i am 100 percent certain i did i'm <laughs> sure she, pro- she probably was like oh that stupid actor that's you know <laughs> trying to act like me no oh um, god no that's i'm funny. kidding she was super nice um but yeah, I would highly encourage people to go and check out Wilson if you like really kind of quirky, prickly, indie kind of flavored movies that uh, actually, you know what? I bet confession listeners would love Wilson from the perspective of he is brutally honest, like <laughs> brutally honest with dishing out his opinions to people on how they should live. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about Wilson. Like, what is it about um, in terms of, of the movie? Uh, Wilson is about, uh, the main character, his name is Wilson and played by Woody Harrelson. And it's actually based on a graphic novel. If anybody is a fan of the author, um, Daniel Klaus, he wrote ghost world, which was made into a movie a while back with like Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Uh. it was a while back, but, um, so Wilson, he reconnects with an estranged wife played by Laura Dern. And through some events, he discovers uh, that he has a now teenage daughter and they go and meet her. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So 
They meet some really quirky characters along the way, including me, Piper. I play Piper in the film. So, <laughs> so you said you have a really small part, though. Like, how? I mean, how long do you think you're in the movie for? Well, I saw the movie. I was at, oh. the, I was at the premiere, and um, there's there's a section of the film that I am in. I'm in a I'm in a couple of scenes. They're they're fairly quick. Um, but yeah, Piper is my character name. I have I, I, he and I talk back and forth a little bit, and. Piper is is it's hard. I'm I'm hard to miss because in the prison, out of all the prisoners, I'm like the only person that's nice to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. That yeah. is great. And so let's talk about some upcoming things you have going on as well. Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm really. Again, I, I keep using the word excited, but I'm just really <laughs> thrilled with some things that are happening with the acting world. And uh, I actually have a much bigger part in a in a in a film called Anniversary, which shot in Maine, wow. which is a little a little closer to you there. I think you're you're over you're down on that east coast side of the world, I believe. Yeah, Philadelphia, um, good old Philadelphia, Philadelphia. <laughs> and and I'm from the Midwest, so. So Maine to me is 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 over in your neck of the woods. <laughs> um, but anyway, anniversary. It's this kind of uh, a really interesting. Uh, th- I, w- I would call it like a dramatic thriller. Um, and I actually have one of the lead roles in it. So much nice. bigger part. Nice. And if people awesome. are curious about that, it's in post production. It's being edited right now. Um, but it's it, there's a really fun creepy movie trailer online right now if people want to check it out at uh it's the website is what is anniversary.com and you will see me <laughs> having a lot of fun if you check it out that's awesome that is so great so we got um wilson we got anniversary yep. coming up and uh so and you know you're of course you're doing confessions so you're you're quite the busy man Try to try to stay as busy as I can. Otherwise, you know, what's that old saying? Uh, idle hands are the devil's play child. I like to play with, you know, fidgeting with pencils or something. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's what we were talking yeah. about before is that like, you know, you were saying about, I don't know, about how if I get on camera, I get nervous. I could talk to anybody through a microphone all day long. And and even right now, as I'm talking to you, my hands are flailing everywhere, even though I have my pencils. Um, but I have to have fidget toys in front of me so i think that's kind of fun like you know you said about the script mm-hmm. yeah well well because i'm an actor so i if you give me a script like you know if i'm reading a confession or something like that it's like i'm very calm and, and poised right. all about it but once i start talking it's like yes i'm the same way as you my hands start going and i wasn't i actually didn't totally realize this until recently uh, when Wilson came out, the movie Wilson, because I I was making some appearances on on local TV stations and doing interviews and um, and I saw the playback and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, all the other news anchors are just sitting there quietly and and poised and talking to me and you would think like I like I'm flapping around like a chicken or something <laughs> <laughs> as I'm telling and talking and even right now, yes, I'm flailing my <laughs> flailing my hands around so. Um, yeah, I I I feel you on the pencil thing. I feel <laughs> I feel you. I call them fidget toys because I'm a fidgeter. I'm I'm constantly moving. That's why I have a face for radio. So for me, it's <laughs> it's 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 easier for me to talk on a microphone and walk around and act a fool. And you can't see that, so it's great. And and I sound so professional and like I'm happy and excited to be here. So. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's great. Well, I might have a face for radio too then. I like fidgeting. You know, I actually heard once there is a positive side to fidgeting. Do you want to know what it is? Uh, Because I'm going to tell you. If you tell me weight loss, I'm going to die. It actually is. It is. It totally is. Because uh, a sister of mine, she told me when she's like, she's like, you know, Paul, I've really realized you fidget a lot. And she's like, you know, uh, you're always, you're, you're not obese, you know? And I was like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> you're not and, obese. <laughs> uh, and she's like, you know, fidgeting, like just tapping your hand or your leg or something. She's like, you're burning calories constantly. <laughs> you know, I, I want to believe that though. I've been told that my whole life, uh, you know, because again, I have the ADD and I can't read over anything over 140 characters, which would make me a very bad actor, by the way, because if the script is over 140 characters, I'm done. I, I lose interest. <laughs> but, you are great on Twitter, I bet. <laughs> I, I'm excellent on Twitter, but um, <laughs> I'm I'm a bigger guy and I fidget all the time. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about that because I've been fidgeting maybe, my whole life. Maybe so. my sister was just trying to be kind. She's like, yeah, you fidget a lot. Yeah, and you're not obese. So just <laughs> that's what I, I love that comment. Anybody who starts a conversation, you know what? You're not obese. You want to know why? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not obese. Do you know why you're not obese? You know what I was going to say? You know what? You, just your comment about Twitter. I always think this because I, I enjoy Twitter. I love, I love you know, bouncing around on there. Isn't it great? Um, but I, I read a study and um, and don't quote me on this actually, internet because and people because <laughs> I don't know if I could find the study again. Uh, there was something to the effect of that people that spend a lot of time on Twitter, their romantic relationships suffer, meaning like you go through romantic relationships way quicker. And I was like, well, how, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> it does, because I feel like you're devoting a lot of time to your screen. I mean, and, and not just Twitter, but Facebook, any social media. Like I, when I go to New York City now, it's a shame because I, I, I'm, I'm a bit older. I don't know how old you are, but I'm I'm older. And we're both 18. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, three times. But um, <laughs> so when I go to New York City. Well, we're both 21. Let's say 21. <laughs> there you go. When I went to New York City back in the day when I was like a child and I was growing up, like, you know, people would walk around looking at things and enjoying the beauty of, of the city and things. Now it's like everybody's head is in their phones. Oh, yeah. And it's just crazy yeah. to me. It's like, you know, I always I always make the joke like when I'm there, you know, pick your head up because there's so much to see. And I know they're used to it, just like Philly. You know, I'm used to the stuff in Philly, but I still find things that are so beautiful about it. And I try to limit my time because it, it's like a, a vortex. And once you get on there, it's just like, oh, what's this person doing? Oh, what did they post? Or look at Paul Cram today. What's he doing now? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, David. Were you talking? I was looking at my phone. <laughs> see? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I kid. I kid. I kid. But, but, it is like that. It, it's it is interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna disagree. I kind of agree with everything you just said. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I love social media. Don't get me wrong. As the next person, yeah. but yeah. in my previous job, I had uh, one of my employees. She was absolutely obsessed with Snapchat. It was it was like to me this is like an obsession. Like you need an intervention. Like that's how oh bad gosh. it was. And it's well, insane. And, and and this is this is where I'm showing that I'm not 21 because um, <laughs> I have deleted Snapchat like three times off of my phone. And then like like you know my my younger brother he's like you're so not cool. Eat <laughs> Snapchat. And I was and then I like you know it's that pressure thing of wanting to be hip. So Jesus. I'm like okay. And so then I Snapchat and I and I do it and then it's like oh I only have like two followers because I keep deleting it. So that's so funny. 
my brother just shakes his head. He's like, you're just, you don't get it. And well, I'm like, I think, I think that makes, I think that means I'm old, which is, I'm okay with. <laughs> I, I love Snapchat because of the filters, like how, you know, I, I could be myself, but also be a lip syncing old lady at the same time, you know? So it's, it's great. Like the, the filters. Two things different. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to talk about that part of the of my life, Paul. Remember? I, oh, I love it. I love it. No, they have those. They have really cool. Can't you like do flower crowns too? I'm oh, all about you could do crowns. the like, flower yeah. crowns. You could do old ladies. You, uh, there was a one. It was an otter. It was hysterical, and it was a voice changer. So like, it would make your voice like like really high, and it's just oh this, and all Does you see. Sound like an otter or look like one too? Just makes you look like one. And all oh, you see wow. is the eyeballs in your mouth and he moves his head back and forth. Oh my God, it's hysterical. It's hysterical. I, I adore otters, by the way. Just, I I need to get Snapchat back on my phone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. I love doing the, the, the old ladies though because like when you get that old lady with the, the red lipstick, I, I, I don't know, I'll just call her Bertha. And uh, when you get her and, and you just like sing like a really old song, like a Patsy Cline, it just all goes really well. So <laughs> it, it, it's uh, for some reason, I feel like you've done this a few times on Snapchat. I mean, your followers are going to they're going to be nodding their head, too, right? Yes, I, they're nodding their head as we're talking. I dabbled. I mean, what can I, I say? I dabbled. I love it. I need to go and try this. I, I totally you do. Need to just, go and try it. And, and they change so frequently. I think that's what because, you know, again, with the ADD, you don't. It, things very rarely hold your attention. So for this, I can log in now and then, you know, two hours later, log in is something completely different. It's like, oh my God, where'd that come from? How'd that get in there, first of all? <laughs> That's what I would like to know. Honestly, that is a, a real question. I, <laughs> and this is me being old. Like, so when you download things, I didn't know that they can like do in-app changes without you knowing about it because Snapchat does it all the time. Oh um, yeah, without oh, yeah. actually you you authorizing them to download, it. and I think that's it's the coolest thing ever. It really is. And yes, it's also it's like wait, wait, what? What? Surprise me! Surprise me! I love it. <laughs> and you could just make the funniest freaking videos too. Like I send them to my friend Liz all the time because she's actually older than I am. She doesn't even have Snapchat at all. She refuses. But it's so funny because I'll be making these these stupid videos about whatever, and I send them to her, and she just <laughs> she basically pisses her pants every time. There's there's something I appreciate actually too about like you said, Liz doesn't um, she refuses. I don't know. There, I I kind of dig sometimes people that are I don't know. Like, like honestly, if I met somebody and they're like, I don't have a Facebook profile, I'm like, ooh, tell me more. Like I want to know you. <laughs> Yeah, because your your stuff's not on the internet, so I need yeah, to know. I, I need to do it the old school way and talk to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. this generation, though. It's funny because I, I, my brother, he does. He had a Facebook page like ten years ago, and he deleted it, and has never been on since. And I just look at him and go, "How do you? How do you communicate then?" Well, like, and <laughs> and my 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 curiosity is, it's like, how do you consume news? Because so much of my news consumption is built into, you know, Twitter and Facebook and and just feeds and things like that. So <laughs> I'm curious. Um, although I do have to say, I do have to say, actually, I, I probably can. I'm answering my own question. <laughs> um, I recently I got a newspaper subscription. What? Because they still <laughs> I exist. Did. I know. No, I, I got a newspaper subscription because uh, me and my friends were arguing so much online about politics and just social, you know, social issues and things like that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I was like, I, I, I need to, like, get my head out of 
like, cause like literally some of the news sources, I was like, where are these coming from? And then I was like, gosh, this seems sketchy. So, so I got a newspaper subscription cause I was like, well, I want to support, you know, newspaper reporters that actually <laughs> dig into things way farther than I can. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't even know these existed anymore. I think everything was digital now. Do you have like the physical newspaper come to your door every day? I do. Hey, David Allen here from Confession Radio and the Podcast Whisperer. I am so excited today to tell you guys about Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm gives you all the tools that you need to create your own podcast. And the best part, it's free. You can monetize from it. You have creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And it will distribute as well to all the major podcast websites, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those amazing, amazing podcast platforms. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. I can't wait to hear your podcast. I do. I do. Wow. I, I have the physical newspaper and I also have the digital subscription. So it's kind of the two, the two the two things, but I kind of dig the, I, I, I kind of like rifling through the paper during the day. Yeah. I don't know. It's, See, my stepfather's like that yeah. too. He, he said that he'll never give it up because he really likes the feel of the newspaper. So, you know, there's, there's f- some people out there who, who still well, enjoy that. Yeah, there are. Although, I mean, I don't know if you, do you read, do you read a lot? I mean, I was going <laughs> to say, do you read, do you read? <laughs> well, let me, let me tell you a little story about uh, me and um, I, I don't, I don't, I, I hate saying it like this. I sound so ignorant, but I don't really. If it doesn't pertain to me or doesn't affect me, I really don't read. Uh, Liz is my my news source. She has that thing going twenty four seven. She I has it, it on like it. when she goes to sleep, when she wakes up. So <laughs> she like we'll get our daily download together. Like you know, she'll call oh, me in the I morning or at night, and she'll be like, "You would not believe this. You know, this is what's yeah, going on yeah. in the world." So yeah. if she doesn't tell me, I would never know about it. <laughs> You'd be like, I have no clue. Oh, I love it. I well, and what I I guess what I meant was, do you read books, not no. just the newspaper? No, because there's no um, books under 140 no. characters. I there's can't no, do it. Not, nothing. Well, you know, there could be a Twitter book. I mean, it would be one little sheet of paper, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? People would buy it. These these damn hipsters would buy that shit. People people would totally buy it. They absolutely <laughs> would. But but what I I guess I love the feel of like um like. Uh, a book like I do love the feel of the paper like I have a hard time reading um you know how like everything is digital obviously (laughs) you know this uh I have a hard time reading books on like a screen that that drives me nuts I can't handle it yeah I mean I can understand that like I I read a lot of confessions like I get I get about 11,000 emails a month um, so, you know, ciphering through that, I, I guess I can kind of understand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a pretty large number. Um, you know, I just counted them the other day. I looked at my inbox and I was like, I'm just going to delete this. Like I did this experiment on, on January 1st, I deleted everything and started fresh. So then January 31st was like 11,100 and some odd number. And I'm like, I cannot believe I get 11,000 emails a month. This is insane. (laughs) But it just goes to show it it further motivated me to want to do something like this because before Confession Radio, uh, fun fact, this show, Confessions, was actually just a featurette on a show called Living Unleashed. And it was just a five-minute segment. We had interviewed celebrities like Dolly Parton, Sharon Needles, um, you know, and people like that. And we would just read the confession and then they would answer it. Well, then it turned into Confessions with David Allen, which is me. Um, 
And then the real world called and was like, yo, this is not paying your bills. You need a job, friend. So I had to go out and, and get a job and couldn't sustain both of them. So then I decided, you know what? I'm going to open this up to the public, which is what it is now. And now we're moving into the my favorite part, which is interviewing the people who read for confessions. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. It's, it's, it's growing. It's growing. So I get 11,000 emails a month. So I'm sorry if I don't get your confession answered. I, I'm sure you understand. <laughs> You don't get it answered yet. Yeah, yet. Exactly. I mean, there's, there's only 31 days in a month, so <laughs> 30 days, oh sometimes 28. <laughs> my eyes would cross. They're crossing just thinking about that. That's that's crazy. I think it's 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 so crazy, though, because like lately what's been happening um, is that I've been pairing confessions with the readers who either have gone through this or is going through it or knows how to work their way through it. So it's it's almost like this universal, like, I, I don't know, like some kind of energy is just like, oh, you know, this, because when I, when I email my confessions out to the readers, when people reach out to me like you did, and I email them to you, they're just random. I, I mean, I read them, make sure there's nothing crazy in there, and then I send them out, and then whatever you guys choose to do, because I'll send out two or three, and I'll say, you could do them all, you could do one, however many you feel comfortable doing, right. just do it. And, you know, the majority of the time they do them all. And it's just so funny because like even my guest earlier today I was talking to, she said I was going through the same thing. And it was just so weird that I got a confession about that particular to topic. And I'm like, I didn't do that on purpose. I don't know who you are. So, you know, like, <laughs> it's just, You're, oh, my gosh, you could you could totally play that up. <laughs> Be like, oh, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I know who Paul Cram is. Yeah, he, he could do this. <laughs> <laughs> Snickers no, bar in the closet. Yeah, I got you. I, well, I was curious about that. I'm glad that you're. I'm glad that you're mentioning that because um, no, a few of the confessions that I've read over, you know, um, and I've read a few. I haven't read. I haven't. I mean, I can't. I actually don't know how many I've read. I think. I think it's a handful. But um, I was surprised at a couple of them. I was like, oh, I, I, I remember that happening to me when I was in school, or you know, yeah. There's mm -hmm. just there's some fun connections that have happened throughout the the ones I've read thus far. It's very interesting, too, because, you know, I, I, I'm glad we we decided to go this route with the show because I we used to be the, the sole one giving out the advice. So for me, it was very difficult to read problem after problem after problem and then answer them. And thinking, like listening to p other people's responses, I'm like, I would never have thought of that. I am so glad that they said that because I would <laughs> never have thought of that. So it's cool getting other people's perspectives on, on these questions as well. Yeah, 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 and I like the I like the thought behind that too of of because um, whenever I'm reading them, uh, not to totally, um, I mean I think most people would do this, but uh, yeah, whenever I'm reading them, I'm I'm always like uh, the the question in the back of my mind is why is the person asking this question? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and trying to answer, think about I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Everybody has a different approach on how they uh, how they approach. Yeah, and I think that the downfall though is the consensus is typically that you can't ask any more questions. You have to take it for face value. So, like when you read it, that's all the information you have in front of you. Oh yeah. And what I oh, loved yeah. about your confessions, your particular confessions, was that you would break it down line by line. So you would read it out loud and then you would go back and be like, okay, so you mentioned this and you said this and you said that. And I thought that was great because you were truly given a thought. You weren't just like, well, deal with it and move on. So I, I thought that was great. I've had people do that. I really have. Uh, you know, I've had people who were like, you know what? I can't do anything for you. Buy my book. Thank you. Bye. 
Oh, and that is always really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but I, I, you know, I've had been very blessed with the people who've been doing this. That, that was like one in, I, I don't know, a hundred of these things that I've done. So uh, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> That's good. So and buy my book, by the way. <laughs> yeah, buy buy my book. That that was great. I, I couldn't believe when I when I heard that, I was like, because I have to listen to them all, make sure there's nothing crazy in them, you know, and and I, I don't mean I don't mind people cursing or whatever because we're human, we're adults. And totally. I was listening totally. to it and she was just like, Yeah, I mean, I really don't have an answer for this. So the only thing I'm going to say is just buy my book. You might find something in there. And I was like, no, I'm not airing you. Sorry. <laughs> ouch. And I don't mean ouch towards you. I mean, that that sounds perfect. I mean, ouch towards her. Like, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. People love using the show as, as free publicity, which I don't mind. I mean, you're volunteering yeah. your time. I, I yeah. appreciate that. And I want to give you something back because we do have quite the listenership. We, I mean, the reviews have been absolutely amazing, by the way, for the show. Um, oh, Cher, awesome. Cher just left me a review. Um, oh, RuPaul, Joe Rogan, uh, Mark Hamill. I love Joe Rogan. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's so great. He's hysterical. So, you know, we're, we're definitely getting traction. So whomever does the show, you know, not to sell it, but, you know, you're definitely going to get some traction. But Anyway, I digress. Oh, I love it. No, it's all good. It's all good things to hear and know. And um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's uh, you know, I, from my end as as a reader, and you, and I'm sure you you know this because you've you've read some as well. But um, I dig kind of what it does for me too, as far as reading reading them and and being like, huh, I can relate to that. Or even just, I like how it gets your brain working and turning. And I and I and I hope that that's what people take away from it too. You know what I mean? Like obviously we, me and you don't have the answers for everything in life, but it's always interesting to start those conversations in your mind. It's like, Oh, I hadn't thought about something that way. That's an interesting perspective and it gets those wheels turning. It really teaches you something about yourself as well. Because again, like I, I've been doing this show for a while now, not in this format, but as, as my own and, and then listening to uh, people read and answer it and I, I listen to their their answers and I'm like oh, I would never have thought of that that is so brilliant like that is great I never heard that before you know so <laughs> yeah. you know and you can always tell the people who truly truly like thought about their response is very calculated and you know there's other people like myself who I, I just kind of go off a cuff I'm like I read the first couple lines I'm like this sounds good I'm gonna do it and see what happens so <laughs> yeah. and it works though it works yeah yeah no and 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 I think that's the beauty of it too like yeah yeah everybody has a different perspective so i mean people have different ways of getting information you know they they, they, have, they read they it do. they listen to it you know uh yeah. I, i've gotten feedback saying that it's so great that it's such a short thing um it's such a short show it's you know normally about five maybe ten minutes at max yes and yes. other people are like this is really stupid i have to listen to 20 episodes to get an hour in and it's like well, I mean, unless I listened to the, I think one of the first ones I did was twenty minutes, but I mean, but it was severe though, like it was about suicide. So you can't yes. just you can't just dismiss that, you know. So I I get it, like I totally understand <laughs> that. And you did research, you're like, here's the hotline. I want to make sure you understand this is the risks, you know. So it was right, great, right. and 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 it's so memorable that I can recall like the entire thing. That's how memorable it was for me. Yeah. Oh, I no. I remember it too. I remember it too. And I remember when. Yeah. I remember. I remember being like, I think this is longer than you. What everybody? I think this is longer. But I can't. I can't 
I just can't see cutting any of it. So yeah. right, absolutely, and and that's the thing. There is no no f- like time constraint for me. I mean, you know, yeah. I've I've had people read the thing like just right off the cuff, just start reading it, read it again, gave their thoughts, read it again, and then like it was almost like it needed to be edited, but it wasn't. And that just that's the raw emotion that I love. I, I love, love when people too. are, they're just, you could just tell they're really calculating it. And I think that's what's so great. I personally think that's what we need. Absolutely. Absolutely. And go see the movie Wilson. Yes. That will fix everything. That, that will too. fix it all. No, I'm, I'm being <laughs> glib. I'm being glib. But um, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, um, I, I mean, that it resonates with me too, just as far as I'm, I'm going to pat you on the back and me on the back and, and everybody, um, all of the confession peeps. Um, <laughs> it's the, it's, there's something great about, um, I mean, it's time. Do you know what I mean? Like people are, people are taking the time to write in and, right. you know, we're taking time to respond. I don't know. There, It's, it's that whole time is a valuable currency and we're kind of exchanging it and exchanging ideas. And there's something beautiful in that. There is. And, and I absolutely agree. Um, I, I love that, you know, sometimes I get four paragraphs from somebody. Other times it's just a couple lines and I treat them all the same because it's just, it's just, there's, there's such an overwhelming response. It's a great thing. Um, yeah. but I, I feel sometimes I'm like, man, I feel so bad. Cause I, I wonder if buried in those 11,000 emails is somebody who truly, truly needs something. Whereas you got the lady who's angry about the husband buying plotted potted plants instead of fresh cut flowers. Cause it's, it's cheaper <laughs> to buy a potted plant than it is a fresh cut flower, you know? So, but, and he might think they last longer, you know, it's exactly, a living thing and he exactly. might think it's more beautiful. Like, <laughs> so you're, 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 it's, it's difficult for me to weigh that back and forth. So now I just got to the point where, you know, I'll, I'll somebody will say, Hey, do you have anything for me to read? Sure. Let me look. And I say, okay, this looks good. And just send it and see what happens. Like, cause you might oh get gosh, very I depressing and you might get something like really quirky. You just truly don't well, and know. I, no, absolutely. Cause the, when the, the first set of confessions you sent me, um, to walk down memory lane, um, <laughs> <laughs> I do remember cause I read through them and then I was like, wait a second. And I read it, I read it basically. I, I think you sent me three or four and I read through them and I was like, Oh my gosh, that one about suicide just like punched me in the gut. And yeah. I was like, this isn't what I thought. I was like, I thought these were so, everything was supposed to be butterflies and bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. Like I was like, oh, there's something. There's somebody here that's looking for something, and I and I do have something to say to that. Twenty minutes worth of me monologuing, you know. <laughs> but it's um, it's true. It's a tough balance to walk though, because you you truly yeah. do want to help those people, but at the yeah. same time, it's like. You know, you don't want the whole entire show to be around that either. So it's just it's yeah. it's a really tough balance. So that's, oh, that's good, fun. though. So we definitely appreciate, you know, you, Paul. We really, truly do. Um, you know, and it's it's been it's been great working with you, honestly. And, and I really hope that, you know, we can continue this because I see uh, good things in your future, too, my friend. Oh, I'm. Thank you, I, and vice versa. I'm excited to and pleased to to be a part of all this. It's 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 fun, and um, yeah, fingers crossed for me on a lot of other fronts too with all this acting stuff. It's it's cool. It is cool. So let's dive into our confession. What do you say? That sounds awesome. All right, I love it. So this is sorting it out in Winchester, New York, or Westchester, New York, and it reads: I work as an organizer in a few residences. One of my bosses chooses to communicate strictly through text. I am all right with this unconventional method, but 
she also texts me about random topics, very much like she is trying to start a friendship. How can I respond when my boss texts me trying to be friends? I don't feel comfortable discussing my date nights and girl nights, girls nights with the woman who pays me. Sorting it out, Westchester, New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, unconventional. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not unconventional. I much rather just through text. I hate when people call me. I absolutely hate talking on the do phone. You? I do. do even you? even when I was a manager, I'm like, please text me. Don't call me. And if and if it was something like, you know, hey, we need to talk. This is what's going on. You know, I'll call you when I'm ready. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, and, and I think that, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you, especially with work stuff. Like texting, I think, is kind of great. Um, it takes away a lot of the, um, like, you can look at a text whenever. It's not, I don't know, it's not quite so immediate as having to pick up a phone and talk. So I can see where that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, and, but here, this is, the, this is the double-edged sword with this, though. And it's so funny that this came about because I was just talking to a friend of mine uh, before this interview and she had said that her boss had actually friended her on Facebook. And oh. So it oh. kind of ties into this because it's like, do I not accept her and she get upset and take it personal? Or do I accept <laughs> her and she sees the stuff that goes on behind the scenes when I'm not at work? And, you know, could she use it against me either way? And I was like... It's... I know what I've done in my life with that. Oh, uh, I don't know what you've done, but um... <laughs> created fake I... profiles. That's what I did. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. No, I actually don't. I don't accept them. I am actually that guy uh, with 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 specifically with work related stuff. Um, I don't accept them. I, I because I love. I don't know if you do this. Maybe you do. I don't know. Um, I love, in, and I know I'm getting off on a tangent here, <laughs> but um, I love being able to talk about politics and religion and like social issues and whatever. And I don't like in my Facebook friend feed, like I don't want to filter that. And I feel like I would if I, if I, if like my boss was there, I'd be like, well, you know, some of this I don't really necessarily think I want to talk about in a workplace setting. <laughs> you mean what you can't talk about is politics, sex, and religion? No, I, I agree. I, I, I have. Well, I mean, I, my, my government name is not David Allen. Um, dun dun dun. But you know, so people follow me under that because of my radio career, and that was my radio name for many years. My my government name is under a different Facebook profile, so I have two. Um, I love one, it, and one that you, you can find me at David Allen, and that's fine because that's all pretty much confession radio or whatever project I'm working on. Yeah. and yeah. my personal one, which you know very few people know about because you don't need to know that side. So, <laughs> well, I just gotta say, I wish I wish back in the day when I started acting, I would have thought like, oh, I should have a different name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. I will totally yeah. recommend that. And don't yeah. ever, ever Google yourself unless you have a life coach and present. I'm I'm not kidding. It is. <laughs> you don't ever want to do that without a, a life coach present. I've done it a couple times and it, it's, it made me ill. Like, it's like, oh, my gosh. Ah. It's like, why are people saying that? <laughs> um, that's really funny. That's really, really I'm not going to do that or that or I'm going to be the next person writing in a confession. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's it's a great question, though. I mean, if you don't like I can understand where she's coming from. Um, how can, I can you, too. you know, I, you know, I actually have a thought on this and I don't know if this <laughs> I don't know. Um, this reminds me I I worked uh, I worked at with a, this 
Oh, gosh. She was... Oh, I guess you'd call her a nosy Nelly is oh, the term. Nosy Nelly, I love um, it. And she, I just remember like every, like she didn't just do this to me though. At work, she did it with everybody, everybody that, everybody there and everybody, she was up in everybody's business all the time and she <laughs> over, like overshared about her life too. Um, but she was the boss. She owned the company. And uh, I just remember making note of that, like the first few days at work. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like, okay. She shares way too much information, but she also asks way too much. Um, and what I did though, is I was like, you know what though, this is my boss. This is the person I work for. I, if I don't share anything, she's going to like keep trying. She's going to push further or she's going to take offense. Mm-hmm. So what I just decided to do, and maybe maybe this is what she uh, what she could consider, or maybe this is an idea or an option. I just was like, everything that I share with this person, I need to keep it very light. We're not going deep into any topic uh, about my personal life, about you know any anything very deep. I was just like, I'm just going to keep it all light. And I, so I did share with her about like, oh, I'm going to see a movie, or you know what I mean, like. <laughs> Um, like I, I did share light kind of things with her, you know, and, and I worked with her for a few years and it was great. It was fine. Um, so I, that was my way of dealing with it where it was like, I, 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 yes, I wasn't super comfortable like sharing a ton of stuff, but I, I just knew the person that she was, she wouldn't have been able to handle it if I wouldn't have shared something like she just, the person, the type of personality that she had, I would have either been looking for a different job or <laughs> it just went to work. And that's the thing. It's such it's such a double edged sword because you know, like for me, it's it's not. I don't. I don't. I value my privacy, but I'm not very a private person either. Uh, people who know me pretty much know everything about me. Um, I, I've spilled my guts plenty of times on this show on on Live and Unleashed between us girls. I, I have really nothing to hide. It's just the principle of the fact that like, when did it become unacceptable? Because I I, I want to be friends with everybody. Like I love everybody until you screw me over. So right. you know, right. and there's been one time in my entire life where I've actually accepted a boss as a personal friend, and that was when I lived in South Carolina. And we're still friends to this day. I no longer work for her. I worked for her for two and a half years, and uh, we became friends on Facebook, personal Facebook, and we Ooh. still we still talk to this day. <laughs> but I I don't have a problem being friends with people. It's just when you use it against me, you know. So oh totally, it's like totally. enter at your own risk. I'll I'll grant you you know the passage to my Facebook if you want it, but <laughs> don't get pissed off when I'm like, oh look, I got a job interview today somewhere else. You know, it's like you can't get mad about that stuff. You you enter right. at your own risk, and right. that's kind of and the same thing with with our with our confession. You know, maybe her boss is lonely. Maybe no one else in the office likes her, or like you said, a nosy Nelly. You know, there's there's so many different scenarios that could play out here, and. My heart bleeds for people like that because it's like when someone wants to – I use this as a, a level up, as it were. So my boss wants to get to know me. Sure, I'm going to get to know you. I'm going to find everything I need to know to get over your head and use that to help me move up. Wait, say that one more time. You're going to <laughs> – if, if my boss was texting me trying to get to know me on a, a personal yeah. level, yeah. I would use that to my advantage to move up over her. So, because she's already, she's where I want to be. So this is where I'm at. This is where she's at. What is the path I need to know to get to where she's at or above? 
So now, sure, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to friend her. I'm going to talk to her and I'm going to pick her brain and find out how she got where she was at and who I need to talk to to make them notice me to promote me into that position. I gotcha. I gotcha. Oh, you are a conniving workplace <laughs> climb, ladder climber. I like it. <laughs> Hence the reason I'm unemployed, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm unemployed because I just can't take politics anymore. These, these work politics, that's a whole other show. Oh gosh. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, we, we hit a personal spot with Paul Cram. It's just yes now. <laughs> yep. It's all, it's all yes. Yep. 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 <laughs> so, thank you again, Paul, for joining us on Confession Radio. Uh, tell, tell the listeners where they can find you. They can, the easiest way I think for people to find me is paulcramactor.com. From there, they could jump into, you know, Twitter and social media and all those fun places. That's awesome. We're, we know now you lurk on Twitter, so you're you're constantly reading Twitter. <laughs> I'm a Twitter lurker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, thank you again. I really appreciate your time. And you can find us as well as confessionradio.net. If you want to help or you want to be helped, email us at confessionradionet at gmail.com. And uh, do you have any last inspiring words for our, our listeners, Paul? Eat more pork. No, I, <laughs> I uh, you can edit that out. I don't know where that came from. Um, <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I really hope that everybody has a really good, good week here coming up. Welcome back. Just a couple of things before you go. We would love it if you can continue to support our show, Confession Radio. Please go to anchor.fm slash confession radio and click the support tab. There, you can subscribe for $0.99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. Your subscription is desired, but it is not required. And don't forget to follow us on our socials, Twitter, at Confession Radio, Facebook, Confession Radio Net, or go to the all-new, brand-new website, ConfessionRadio.net. Until next time, friends. <laughs>